The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. The views expressed by the hosts and guests of the Comic Book Chronicles are the opinions of said hosts and guests. They do not reflect the opinions of the Comic Book Chronicles, the Click Nation, or the Coast Leather Podcast Network in any part. Thank you. Spoilers. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Comic Book Chronicles Treasury Edition. <laughs> I am your host, Rydercat. You can find me at Rydercat on Twitter. You can find me at News News Need on Twitter. And you can find me at CB Caps on Instagram. South Carolina with Columbia down the way. And the sound effects you just heard are provided none other than uh, the co-host uh, one agent underscore seventy on Twitter and Instagram. What's up, everybody? Which, which reminds me of another one that I need to get over to you if you don't already have it. Uh, oh, another sound drop. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So, uh, you can find this here podcast on the Coastal of the Podcast Network. That's CSPN.us. Do it today. You can also find this podcast at your podcast perusal place of choice, whether it be Google Play, Apple iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the the Coastal of the SoundCloud. So, I almost had it. Cole's Leather <laughs> Podcast uh, Network's SoundCloud page. You do a couple hundred episodes of this and it still gets to you sometimes, I'll tell you. Plus, it's late. Um, and, of course, you can also find us recording live every th- normally every Thursday night. Because this is a special, special thing on a special night. Um, every Thursday night, 9.30-ish p.m. Uh, on either the YouTube channel of the Click Nation or twitch.tv slash chronicles. So, yeah, as we said, uh, we... This is a treasure edition. So what uh, normally, if you're new to the podcast, uh, treasure editions are usually reserved for movies and or TV shows that we deem need to get broken out a little bit more, a little bit of more of a deep dive into, uh, you know, in, into the inner workings of it. Uh, spoilers will definitely, most uh, definitely be going on here. So if you uh, haven't seen Zack Snyder's um, uh, Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut, you may want to wait till after you finish this to watch and or listen. And here comes the spoiler bill if you made it even this far. Exactly. So usually when we go to the, yeah, what'd you say? What's that? Oh, I thought you said something. No, no, no. Oh, uh, usually when we, like I said, usually when we go into spoiler editions, so, I mean, uh, treasure edition stuff, that's kind of what we do. Now, yes, we have been doing, uh, 
episodes to episodes on our regular shows for like well we will be doing Falcon and Winter Soldier and we've done WandaVision and Mandalorian and stuff 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 but you know hey sometimes it's a beat like that uh, and this actually just reminds me of that uh, Mandalorian one I keep saying I was going to do but um, or rather couple that stuff together but uh, oh to kind of create like a grand uh, grand show right like a, right. a consolidated Show. Yeah, like a basic, basically another treasure edition with all that stuff we'd already done during a regular show. But hey, you know, that's a little, little bit of inside baseball. So before we get into the the uh, Snyder Cuts, uh, let's go ahead and get an ad read out of the way. Sure. Our first ad read of the night is for Blue Apron's meal delivery service. Blue Apron, fresh ingredients and incredible recipes delivered weekly to your door. Skip the grocery store and make incredible meals at home with Blue Apron, always shipped free right to your home. And now the listeners of the Comic Book Chronicles can get $30 off your first Blue Apron order. To place your first order with $30 off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then click on the Keep Our Podcast free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Blue Apron link and sign up for your first order. Blue Apron through cspn.us. Do it today. Indeed. Yes, folks. Um, yeah. So this one... <laughs> yeah, we're about to get into it, folks, and there's a reason why uh, it, it's taking us a bit of time to get into it. One, I've had some technical glitches on my end because of uh, experimentation with a new uh, computer setup, which may or may not last. We'll see. But these, the, the real reason behind our... I don't want to say hesitance, trepidation may be a better word, but we are now about to roll into our review of the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And it's something I don't think either of us really thought was ever going to happen until we got some uh, news reports that HBO Max had taken it on and Snyder was actively filming some additional footage and that he had started putting together uh, or had started to uh, get uh, a budget for visual effects that needed to be completed for certain scenes that were still left as part of his cut that were left over after the now infamous Whedon, Joss Whedon uh, Justice League theatrical cut. So once we started to hear all that was starting to fall into place, I think that we were resigned to the fact that this was coming. And now it's here, so we might as well get it over with and talk about it and talk about how it's changed our view of the Justice League as a whole, the movie experience as a whole, the DCEU as a whole, and Snyder's vision for the DCEU. So... um do you want to start with some overall feelings before we get into it? Mm. Or do you want to just get into it? I feel like we probably should just go ahead and get into it because my overall feeling. Well, you know, no, let, yeah, let, let's get, go into a little bit of it. Because I feel like if for those people who just kind of just want that and maybe tune out when, when we get into the weeds of it, 
Um, right. Yeah, we can go ahead and give a little because all I'm going to say is pretty much the same thing I have said during the course of the show. And yes, like everything uh, HS7 and just said is correct, but also we have spent copious amounts of time panning the fact that regardless of whether we have, were resigned uh, for to 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 recognize that this is a thing that's happening. Uh, even when they said, hey, it was going to be cut into four hours, you know, four one-hour things, and then they backtracked on that. You know, we've been pretty much panning this thing the whole time. Right. And while I do agree with Agent 70 about the fact that, yeah, it kind of has changed a little, changed our opinion on it a little bit, and we figured we'd go ahead and do this, it's hasn't changed that much for me personally because, well, it, it hasn't, it hasn't, I will say that. <laughs> right. And I, I I would agree with that, too. I don't have too much more to say about the movie. I think what has come out with regards to Snyder's vision for the next film or two involved in his potential Snyderverse, I think really cemented that I think uh, Warner Brothers dodged a bullet and, you know, kind of cut their losses with the Justice League. So, you know, even though they've gotten some unfortunate uh, uh, fan or Snyder fan, even, yes. I think maybe that's more that's more accurate, that Snyder fans have jumped out and, and tried to uh, demand the restoration of the Snyderverse, and I don't think that's a good idea. Well, but, um, and but, also, the Snyder Code wasn't a good idea, but those self-same fans were spurring that on, and they ended up doing it. So, ugh. You're right. right. Right, so what I would say is overall, overall, I think it's obviously a slightly more cohesive movie in the sense that we get the origin stories and motivations of The Flash and Cyborg so that it actually makes sense uh, how they fit into the film. But at the end of the day, it all, that's also proof that DC never never really took the time to develop these characters and it's a shame that they were shoehorned into even with Snyder's additional origins uh uh in this movie they're basically shoehorned into this movie and there's just not enough in this movie to really uh to you know to, uh uh to really uh even with the the extended cuts to really give these characters enough time for for uh, decent character development. I know that the Flash movie was supposed to come after, but it's a shame that it didn't come before. Right. And you know, and, and without oh, having Aquaman. to harp on the fact that everyone compares them to Marvel, and everyone's going to say, myself included, that they should have taken more time to develop these characters before they decided to team them up. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. And that was kind of the whole thing leading up to Justice League in the first place. It was like, yeah, they they pretty much just saw. Um, the culmination of what Marvel was doing with with the Avengers stuff, and it's like, well, we gotta hurry up and do this, right? That, that's basically what it seemed like, and it feels like kind of what it was. So this, so which is why we got what we got, and why it turned out the way it did. And yeah, I agree with you. Flash should have come up first. There should have been that Aquaman movie should have come first. Um, so there is even, matter of fact, you mentioned yeah. Uh, the cyborg and the flash stuff, but there's also one other character which we will get to when we're talking about it that they pretty much threw in here. Um, that yeah, for 
that probably could have stood for some um, for some baking in another movie. Gotcha. I absolutely agree. All right, so let's go through. Uh, it's it's not quite blow by blow, but it's no. close. So um, yeah, a lot of I'm just going to be reading from my notes, and they're like they're not necessarily half as best because I, I, as I told Age of Seventy, I pretty much went scene scene to scene, just jotting down notes like I was like I was live tweeting on Twitter. Which I, right, and and I was kind of jotting down thoughts as we were going along, and we were both kind of looking for a halfway decent blow by blow, but I think a lot of people kind of uh, a, a lot of articles and pundits decided or reviewers decided to forego that because it's an old movie and, and they decided to focus upon the things that were changed. Right. And that going into that, it definitely, um, there is definitely change. And by the way, we, since we are recording live, if anyone has, if anyone is out in the audience right now and has any questions or something, we know we will definitely feel that whether you're on, you're on YouTube or, or, um, or, uh, recording live, if any, but you know, we're just going to kind of, kind of, kind of hit it off like that. Um, right, and feel free to shoot us uh, a message on social media via Twitter mm-hmm. or even Instagram if uh, if need be, and we'll uh, do our best to respond. Exactly. Uh, hash, uh, yeah, hashtag CBCron uh, or Combo Chronicles or hashtag Combo Chronicles, but CBCron is probably shorter. If you want to go that way, we'll probably see it. Right or Rodicat or you know at Rodicat or at uh, Agent Underscore Seventy. When you know we will definitely see them. All right, no more believer in this shit. Let's do this. Um, yeah, I know we're be- we've been beating around the bush. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> it is. It is. But like I said, we 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 um we did this to ourselves. <laughs> it's so, so true. So first off, the first thing to note that the, uh, as we've kind of been hinting at here, it is definitely a different movie. Is a different tone. Uh, of this than the theatrical truck cut as like as folks may or may not know uh Zack Snyder had to leave for personal issues uh the the filming of Justice League and Joss Whedon took over and he added a whole bunch of his uh his stuff to it and you can kind of tell if you watch it a little bit of Avengers you can kind of tell uh some similarities to that uh, and also none of the uh, Joss Whedon stuff is in this cut of the movie so if and i think someone has asked someone asked me earlier today um is it worth the time to watch this movie and i'm still saying that it's one subjective and two if you have even the remotest curiosity of what zach uh, Snyder's quote-unquote original vision was because let's face it like agent 70 said there's some stuff he pretty much did after the fact and it shows very much shows, which is kind of one of my issues with it. Um, but if you are, if you have any kind of uh, scientific curiosity for that whatsoever, it's probably worth it. And I will go ahead and say, as far as uh, initial impressions, like I said uh, on last week's episode of um, Connor, Con- well, this week's episode of Con- Con- Chronicles, not much has been left on the cutting room floor. It goes on a little bit long and definitely did some editing. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, the Snyder Cut is the result, is is what would happen if there was no actual editing. Yes. If there was no editor, you know, uh, you know, in, in it's, it's, there's nominally an editor probably in this. I haven't checked the credits. Right. But 
ultimately that's what the Snyder Cut is, that there's no editor. But let's get back to jumping into this. <laughs> yeah, basically, if, 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 uh, if Lucas had... If Lucas wasn't reined in on the original trilogy, this is probably what we would might have possibly gotten. So yeah, uh, we start off. So and I will go ahead and say this. So I did before, um, and this is actually kind of going into that. So it starts differently from the theatrical cut, and in fact, it doesn't kind of meet back up in, with the theatrical cut for about thirty minutes. Yes, that is that is a good note. That is a good note. And what we get in those first 30 minutes are lots of slow motion, lots of character pathos, and lots of character development, unfortunately. Yeah, and a lot of, and basically one big callback to to the end of uh, Batman Superman. Right. And I say, one of the first things I say in my notes outside of the the cut room throw thing is like, all this would not have happened if it wasn't for the fact that Superman screamed like a bitch. No, it's true. It's true. I didn't really real. I didn't recognize that until right. I read some of the articles afterwards. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that Superman yelling out ah! as he's dying is 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 supposed is the supposed trigger for the mother boxes activating. Mm-hmm. Which I'm gonna go ahead and get into that right now before I forget about it. The mother boxes. Um, so if you know anything about DC's uh, New World and and, and Dark Side, which is going to come into play, and the, and the mother boxes and all that kind of good mess, these don't act like the mother boxes that you know about in the comic books. If you know about them, they don't ping, ping, ping. They right, do. they're not something that you strap onto your arm. That's not something that these mother boxes are. It's just weird. Like, why would Snyder do this to DC canon? Right, exactly. And yeah. not only that, like, they do call up boom tubes, or presumably they're, they're usually around when a boom tube is called up. Right. And that's not always the case, because, again, you know, once, especially in the animated DC stuff, that doesn't always happen, because, you know, uh, the Justice League end up using Zeta tube uh, technology. And But the point is, they don't boom the boom tubes don't boom. They kind of look right. like them, but they don't sound like them. <laughs> and I know somebody else kind of mentioned that on Twitter, and I was like, you absolutely right. Like, boom, mother boxes don't ping, doggone boom tubes don't boom. What's wrong? What are you doing this for? You've already yep. fucked up. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. no, no. Listen, I agree. I agree. That's pretty... That, that, that It's right on point. It's right on point. Um... All right, let's see where we have here. So uh, so you say that you don't think that it's all his original vision. Right. You think it was a lot, a lot of the stuff is done post-criticism? I think the more of it was done, yeah, definitely more post than what he already had in his pocket. I gotcha. Uh, and I feel like you can see it in the scene, in certain scenes more than others. And especially with the reveal of another character. I, I feel like that stuff was probably like, well, I want to go ahead and do this. And, and, and some of the stuff, and even just like I've already gone ahead and said, that even with the reveal of Darkseid and that kind of stuff, like a lot of that was pretty much, well, I just want to go ahead and do this. And, you know, like since I'm given this opportunity and I can bake the stuff back in and nobody would be the wiser. <laughs> right. You know, that's pretty much all it is. Um, and like I, said, I did say, like it's, it's an, it is an original vision in the same vein of the Star Wars special editions kind of stuff. So there is that. Um, they definitely, uh, when it gets to 
so in the beginning, like we see, we get cut back to Batman, Superman, and Superman dying, and the 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 the, uh, the, the yell heard around the world, and um, which is kind of funny because I was just watching this video called, uh, called uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, which uh, I would almost say Agent Seventy should check out after he does his watching of, of Dragon Ball Z because it's basically a parody of uh, Dragon Ball Z, and they kind of did a similar scene like that with the yelling okay and this was and i think they did that like years ago like well that's before funny this. so yeah, it was kind of weird to see because just happened to be reminded of that earlier today uh that that happened and i'm saying like wow that's kind of crazy um <clears throat> but anyway so yeah the superman screaming and dying it, it started all of this and then they cut to um bruce wayne the part where it, in the theatrical cut which we did see but it's a little bit extended that uh, he goes to find Aquaman uh, in whatever Iceland, uh, Icelandic town he was in. But obviously, a little bit. And here's where we start seeing the first um, wankings of Zack Snyder. Because if you remember the original scene... Oh, and by the way, I will go ahead and say this right, right off the bat. There's a lot of stuff that um, we saw in the trailers leading up to Justice League that got folded back in. That we didn't get to see some of it for the better, some of it, yeah. But um, so the scene with uh, with uh, Bruce going to, to Iceland town and, and finding Aquaman, like that's kind of branched out a little bit more. That whole uh, so you talk like a fish line is cut out because that's uh, uh, weed and stuff, and you can tell because like Snyder's kind of going for a little bit more serious tone than the weed and cut did, than the theatrical cut did. Um, <clears throat> down to even at the end of the scene adding not only just you know to up to everything up to the part where aquaman swims off Mm -hmm. is kind of pretty much there if they had stopped there great but snyder's decided to add some celtic chant uh singing (laughs) or icelandic because I thought they were in Iceland. Yes, they were. They were. Yes, you're correct. Which is technically part of, I believe it's technically part of Denmark, but um, it's... (laughs) I mean, why, why, why? I hate to, uh, uh, folks, don't get me, you know, don't come after me for writing this in my notes, but, like, why are these chicks singing when Aquaman swings swims away? Right. Like, what was the purpose of that? There was no purpose outside of... but but it also starts off the theme the whole a whole underlying theme of the Snyder cut long that, lingering scenes that did not probably need to happen that for as and for as long as they did and accompanying music which and is just weird mm-hmm. it's just weird yes there's the, there's lots of mo- uh, moments where the, the 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 music accompanying everybody from Amy Adams, Lois's late Lois Lane to, you know, and obviously they're trying to make a thing out of Wonder Woman standing. But they did because it didn't come in the same time. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, like even in that Wonder Woman scene, which is the next scene where we're going to talk about, they pretty much did the you know the same type of singing. Just kind of just right. kept coming back. Oh, 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 that the uh, the what you call it? they they call it in the in the subtitles it was like slow chanting or um, right slow melodic singing or something like that. It was mm. it was uh, uh it was so weird, <laughs> so weird. Right. Anyway, next so so I, I I I'm hesitant to rely upon the wiki because you know who the hell's editing this, right? Yeah. But bottom line is uh. 
you know, the, the, the Superman's death and his death throws the scream while he's in his death throes triggers the box's act, uh, reactivation, which attracts Steppenwolf. Um, Steppenwolf has apparently fallen out of favor with Darkseid. We find this out later. And, you know, he's looking to regain favor by gathering the boxes to form the unity, right? Which would terraform Earth into the likeness of their world, Apocalypse. That's the gist of it. Although that's actually not told to us. Right. Yeah, so basically the mother boxes end up being the Genesis device from Star Trek, uh, The Wrath of Khan. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So, all right. so where are we now? Oh, are we in the, the hostage scene? Uh yeah, because we did the we did uh, the 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 Batman and Aquaman scene, and then we cut to uh, the Wonder Woman scene, which pretty much well again is extended, but it the um, but it kind of like we get an additional shots of um you know uh, the bad guys coming into the place and and starting as opposed to what we got um as opposed to what we got in the theatrical first. Not only that. Um, the timer on the doggone briefcase is different because, uh, and again, I, I did watch a little bit of the, uh, the theatrical cut before watching uh, the Snyder cut. So right. it was like 20 seconds on the theatrical cut and it was a whole minute uh, in the Snyder cut. And even then, they pretty much took about the same time for the uh, for the action scene because there's a slow, lingering shot on Wonder Woman. Because so she basically, you know, when she comes in after the one part, she she lassos a dude, and we see a part of that in the theatrical cut. Uh, mm-hmm. Then breaks through the door as we do see in the thing, but we don't get the Wonder Woman thing. Yet. We still go back to that melodic chanting thing, and the slow, lingering shot of her. Basically, it's like the uh, Old Spice commercial. Cuts to the cuts to the uh, bo- um, cuts to the bomb. Cuts back to her. Cuts to the bomb. Cuts back to her, and all the while singing. And then once it gets down to like seven seconds, then that's when she you know breaks into action, like we see. That's wild. I'm I'm, I'm I, I I definitely give Roddy Cat props for having the wherewithal <laughs> and the willpower to go back to the Whedon original theatrical cut for the comparison. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, yeah, I didn't do the whole thing. I just but uh, w- once I got to that part, I was it, a lot of it still kind of rung in, you know, of what changed and what didn't change. So I was like, okay, I don't need, you know, I just wanted to make sure what lined up where it started to line up. Right. Also, I have to add that I think it was much clearer in this version that Wonder Woman killed that reactionary terrorist without blinking. Yes. yes. You know, we get it. She's a warrior. We get it. Although, even with that, and even with the uh, theatrical cut, um, so, yes, so pretty much, you know, everything with the, um, oh, and there's another slow lingering scene with the, um, uh, in, that we see as part of in the, the uh, theatrical cut where the um the main the head bad guy at that time at the point starts shooting at the hostages well not only do we still get that but we get him he has a pistol first this time starts shooting and then well, i mean no excuse me he does single fire first and then like we see the slow him changing it to semi automatic and then slowly just you know yeah. raising up so, like I said, a whole lot of lingering shots, and of course, we do see the scene where where Wonder Woman's saving them all and doing that kind of stuff, and throws you know throws everybody around or whatever the case may be, and all that, and it's just lingers too long. And then what going to what Agent Seventy says, um, 
she kills the dude with it in the same way. Which again, if she is as fast enough to to deflect all the bullets, she and break in the way she did, all she had to do is go in there and punch dude out. Yeah, she could have disarmed him. Yeah, instead of but that's going not with Spider the Spider style, right? So we wasn't really sure in the theatrical cut what the, the reason was for her banging the bracelets together, but you know that is the thing with her in the cinematic uh, universe, and she did it here. And again, you know, like Angel Seven said, we definitely see um, that dude got got uh, got um, got pasted. <laughs> pretty pretty much. All right. Um, okay. So uh, oh wait, one, one, we... well one more thing about that part. So the, uh, there was also sorry because when, when when she's getting everybody up, there's a um, and again I'm not going to go through every little single beat, but this, I think this is one also one of those things that they're kind of might have been trying to set up something else because at the end of it there was this little girl that was uh, in the group that was with them and she was still sitting down and and uh, Wonder Woman's like, are you okay, Princess? Um. And then the little girl's like, well, how can I be like you one day? And then she's like, you can be whatever you want to be. So I was kind of wondering if that little kid's supposed to be like Tara Markov. If, that would be wild. Yeah. A little on the young side, though. True, but you never know what, where they were trying to, how they were trying to go mm-hmm. with that. Or even if she was actual princess and she was just, and Wonder Woman was just saying that. We don't know, but th- right. that's kind of one of those things that kind of sets me off. It's like, yeah, he's definitely trying to set up some other stuff, possibly. I get it. I get it. I I, uh, I mean, I don't I don't think so, but yeah. I definitely see the the theory and the idea. Right. All right. So um, after this, I think we go to Themyscira. Correct. And Lord, there's a lot of death and destruction on Themyscira. Right. Well, um, that's still much pretty, pretty much follow suit, but it is lengthier. Yeah, there, because there's a uh, there's a lot. You know, when I say a lot, they, as Roddy Cap mentioned, they added several scenes to this uh, sequence where Steppenwolf is doing his level best to run roughshod over the entire Amazonian population to retrieve the mother box that they're guarding. Yeah. And one of the th- one of the funny scenes, I don't remember if it's here or earlier, where they actually have a guard of. Uh, Themyscirian warriors who, uh, when you know, who are guarding, who are actively guarding the mother box, or they go into action when the mother box first awakens, mm-hmm. and one of the Amazonians decides to approach the mother box. That was the, in. I think that was in this scene. Was- sword and shield in hand, and then drops the shield to have no defense so that she can touch the mother. And I'm like, what are you doing? I felt like I was in a horror movie. And again, a long, lingering shot of her doing, touching the mother box. Right, like she's E.T. Right. You know? And Elliot. But in all seriousness, all I could think was, all I could yell, I was literally yelling on my sofa, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't touch it. Right. <sighs> but of course, this is when we see, when we see uh, Stefan Wolf uh, comes in, uh, tubes in, and shit starts, shit gets real and starts uh, going. Every, which was actually kind of a good scene. Like the Amazonian scene, the Amazon scenes were still pretty good, even, even without that. Um, but yeah, stuff like that was just kind of like, all right. And then there was that whole thing about, um, Amazon, show him your fear. We have no fear. And you know, that whole thing before the fight really got start, started in earnest. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, rip to those two um, rip to those two Amazonians that uh, tried to hold the basically pulling the whole door and uh, got uh, crushed for their possibly got crushed for their um, it probably did yeah there was no way that didn't happen so yeah yeah yeah, so that most of that scene pretty much uh, was like the like ended up like the um, the theatrical cut with you know again some changes we see um, uh, all right. So, wait, hold on, hold that thought. Go ahead. Why doesn't Hippolyta actually try Gal Gadot's accent? Everybody else does. Right. Everybody else does. She doesn't. Yep. Anyway, anyway. I agree. No, you're you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Which, yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, um, Hippolyta pretty much leaves with the box, and a couple of you know things happen, and then. She, she, um, like I said, I don't want to go beat for beat, but pretty much, um, a lot of this, well, actually, no, because we didn't see that. Well, wait, did we see that part? Of the, 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 now, this is where it starts to get hazy on that part. Yeah, the signaling, where they try to do the, uh, whatchamacallit, they no, try to just, light the, no. they try to light the, light the beacon of Amondine. Yeah, no, not that part. We were going to get to that, uh, in a, in, no. a, in a minute. But, um, no, when she, she, she leaves the, um, the, the site. Um, with the mother box, and she just kind of and she gives it to she, she basically launches passes off to some other Amazonians, but she decides to kind of stay there by the cliff when the thing goes over the side. No, they added that. That wasn't. I know. Wasn't, well, that that part, yeah. but I'm talking about the part where Stephen Woods actually gets it. I, th- I think that was edited. I think part of that is. I think part of that is in the theatrical cut. Yeah, and because because like I said, kind of kind of stopped after that uh, after. The, the initial scene happened, but um, but yeah, so we get that anyway. Stefan ends up with the box after um after a lengthy chase with uh with the Amazonians, which was still a good scene. Um, I'm, I'm also kind of surprised. Like, wait, why did you not just kill Hippolyta? You could have just done that real quick, but you know, just like I got the box for what I need, and I'm out. Mm. Which you know would have would have changed it a little bit more. So I'm kind of glad they didn't. But at the same time, like you're right there. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah. Um, also, oh, speaking of Steppenwolf, uh, and this is something that uh, uh, Age of Seventy I was talking about after the program last time. Steppenwolf looks like he pretty much went and stole the destroyer armor from uh, Thor. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. So it just so it, it looks so Snyder. Yes, very much. Uh, oh, we will get to that when, especially in another scene, which I just got reminded of. But um, so I, we cut to Star Labs, I believe, because in my notes I have Ryan Choi, right, and also say No Booms in the Tube, which I already said that already, so we don't need to go um, go talk about. It. So we get to Star Labs, and we get to uh, we get to meet up with Ryan Choi, which is that is an addition to this cut, uh, and also one Miles Dyson. AKA, uh, <laughs> and you will know why I said that later on in the, the in this discussion. I thought the same thing when I watched it too. I was yes. like, "It's Miles Tyson." Yeah. All right. But um um um. Oh shoot! I told you. What is his name? Why am I forgetting his name right now? Good goodness! Oh, the actor? Yes. Why am I forgetting? Because he's the goat. The man's. Uh, uh, I have forgotten. Um, crap, crap, crap. Are you it up? Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Joe Morton, the goat. Brother from another planet. Um, Miles Dyson himself. Um, again, the goat. The, the, the you know. 
which I kind of, I should have known. Uh, well, obviously the director, you know, we, who would have thought what, you know, we'll get to that. Um, so we read, we, we see, um, uh, doctors, uh, Dr. Silas Stone, uh, Victor's dad, uh, mm-hmm. going into star labs. Um, um, and I believe when they were getting, um, this is when the, they were getting investigated by the DOD and the whole explanation, the explanation about what Star Labs is. I believe that was pretty much this scene. Yeah, that was new. Yeah, that was definitely all new. Um, and then we cut to uh, the scene where, or Agent uh, Seventy was kind of getting to where the uh, Amazons liked uh, basically have this long scene where they, you know, grab the bow and arrow and they long distance shoot an, an arrow uh, to light a, a pyre, you know, so that uh, so that Diana could see it. All right. Um, and I think at this point, they also go into, uh, they give us a, um, uh, a bunch of uh, exposition about the history of the, um, the mother boxes and the, uh, the effort to have, um, to, to unite, unite the clans, but to unite everyone, um, on Earth to fight against. Oh wait, uh, that's later. <laughs> oh, is it? That's later. Yes. Oh, we're gonna get to that because there's definitely a couple of uh, re- references in that one. But yeah. All right. All right. Oh, because did I skip over all the um, the what you call it the Barry Allen stuff? All right, just go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I think because yours is like more step by step. So let's Kinda. let's stick with your little uh, running outline. Yeah, um, and, and even in my notes, it doesn't. It's like, yeah, what scene? What scene? It doesn't really go out there. But basically, so the the funeral for Papyrus gets light. Diana gets wind of it. She gets over there some kind of way that fast, and um, uh, you know, she grabs the arrow, reads the arrow, goes down into the thing, and then gets a little bit of history. Uh, well, she pretty much gets gets to see that hey, dark side's coming, or did get, we get right. to see a picture of. Dark side, and then it goes into another scene, um, and I believe um, it's another scene of Aquaman because we get another lingering shot of him taking off his shirt and um, on why he's on the pier and uh, and um, going into the ocean where he's going to Atlantis, and I believe this is where he meets up with uh, Willem Dafoe, Volko. Yes. Um, and then they have a chat, and, and and he's like, "Hey, take up your destiny." And I'm like, "I ain't, I don't know if I'm feeling that, you know." But in this basically, vocals basically telling him, "Hey, you know, you know, you have a responsibility to to not to the the surface world and this world, and kind of alludes to possibly uh, Aquaman, which came after the original the the the, the, the cut of this uh, movie, um, right?" But still, weirdly feels like like wait, shouldn't it have come before if you're talking about this? But no, nah, it makes sense because they're talking about the, his uh, stepbrother and you know how he's ruling mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So that so that's that scene. Um, and I have in my notes. Didn't the Trident thing happen after this movie? But different Trident. Yeah, exactly. Because this right. is his mom's Trident. So then we get to cut to another scene. I believe with Stephen Wolf talking to um, the Sod after he tries to get the the nuclear site. Um, set up right um and i have in my notes why does steppenwolf um sound like calabac circa the super friends i don't remember what calabac sounds like in the super friends he was kind of like oh why are you you know you, you kind of sound like steppenwolf with the because i guess there's the whole thing with steppenwolf basically trying to get back into um 
Darkseid's good graces in this, right. in, in the Snyder Cut. And he's basically always trying to please, you know, do what it, his, do to whatever he could to, to um, please Darkseid. And that kind of was like how Calabac was in Super Friends. Okay. So that's why I made that distinction there. So that's what it kind of felt like. Uh, and then I believe this is when, and I'm trying to remember the the, the Barry Allen stuff because I do I think somewhere in there we probably do get where uh, Barry's um, we uh, we get Barry uh, going to see his dad. We get Bruce talking to Alfred um, uh, on his way back. You know, on his way back from wh- whatever town he was in at some point. And if we didn't, whatever, it, it's in there somewhere. Um, and again, I think as someone mentioned online, we probably missed out on a good Batman movie, Batman and Alfred movie with them. Cause the banter with them is still pretty good in, in this, you know, right. Alfred's just as, just as, um, uh, sarcastic as he wants to be or whatever, because we'd be in, you know, just talking, talking to Bruce all kind of ways. And, and I was kind of loving it, but anyway, uh, I think, and at some point we definitely do get to, um, the the Lord of the Rings slash three hundred slash um definitely Lord of the Rings narration by Diana <laughs> of the events of the uh of the uh, people of Earth coming together against Oh, Dark this Cyber is it? Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, according to my notes, yes. Um and I pretty much have on that section Zeus looks like Hercules here, which again, Zack Snyder did three hundred, so you know, there's it kinda looks like kinda like that. Uh, and I was very confused at that. I was like, "Is that supposed to be Zeus?" Right. Exactly. So I definitely, I definitely feel that uh, that that particular criticism. Uh, and I, and I basically said, I know uh, Agent Seventy caught this too. How very Lord of the Rings uh, it was of Diana's narration because it was totally um, the the first part. If you remember the first part of um, uh, Fellowship of the Rings, where it just explaining, you know, the the the, the, the Battle of Sauron. In the first place, right. it pretty much looked and sounded like that. Pretty much. All it, like I said, in my notes, I said, I have expected her to say, but there was one box to rule them all. Because <laughs> that's pretty much how it played out. And we see the whole battle scene, and we see the the the, um, the illusion to the, well, not illusion, but we see the, the Green Lantern that was there who didn't last that long. Right. It's unfortunate, too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. And we see the rain fly off and never to be seen again. Um, which supposedly they were supposed to um, introduce John Stewart, I think, uh, in in this also at some point. Well, you know, we're getting we're we're, we're jumping the gun just a little bit because that was supposed to be another character that uh, appears at the end. But we'll get there, right? Yeah, so, we get that, but it's a good getting getting to that too, also. Right. So now we're jumping to um, a flash. You know, like uh, uh, a flash scene where he's trying to get a job walking dogs and runs into a very hungry truck driver. And the truck driver can't just can't stop, pull over, stop the car to get a burger that he dropped on his dirty truck floor. Yeah. Oh, not only that. Go, but um, we get introduced to um, we don't get her by name, but uh, we get introduced to uh, 
Kiersey uh, Clemens's uh, Iris West, who's looking pretty cute, honestly. Um, I, I was going to say that's, but but what ends up happening is this truck driver because he can't get his burger, right? But <laughs> drives but no. smack into right, drives smack into Kiersey Clemens, who we were just introduced to. Right, uh, she's holding a, a, a lingering uh, look with. Barry Allen, and next thing you know, she's getting run over at the, she's getting um, t boned actually right. at uh, at the intersection. Yeah, exactly, by yeah, this like, truck. Exactly, like yeah, we see the scene of them two uh, as he's going into the place, and they kind of meet. You know, they lock eyes, and you know, they look like you know, you know how they do in the movies, like oh, these is love at first sight type situation. He goes and do this thing, and then that happens, like what he ever said. And then, of course, and some of this was in the trailer also. So, like I said, a lot of this stuff got cut out of the, the trailers that we have seen prior uh, prior to the original Justice League coming out. Some of this, de- and so I think part of this definitely was. And there mm-hmm. was a whole. Uh, I know you probably get this reference also. The whole T boning kind of reminds me of the the Matrix. Kinda, because there was that whole you know crumpling. Oh, it's me. Yeah, the 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 highway scene where uh, when uh, when Neo saves them, and mm. uh, and um, and uh, Morpheus and the other guy just happens to hit the truck and they just go slowly go start teetering over. You know, just again lingering shots. Right. It's. I was about to say it's funny that you mentioned. I didn't. I didn't even think of the Matrix because I haven't seen those sequel movies in a long time. Mm-hmm. About how. The the Wachowskis um, really developed that. We really haven't seen that lingering stuff for a while because, mm-hmm. and 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 why is that? Is because there's so many heroes in this universe that possess super speed, right. and it's the super speed that allows for those that, that 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 interpretation of super speed that allows for those shots to take place. Whereas in the Matrix, obviously they're in the Matrix, so that's the reason why those shots even would even you know, be considered. Mm-hmm. So, um, Oh, also, all right. Also, I have in my notes, somebody watched days of future past cause the, cause of the, uh, quick civil scene. There's also reminiscent of where he's got yeah. to going around, you know, he's, he's going around at super speed and grabs, you know, he, in this case, he grabs a hot dog and does a couple other things and just stares at her way too intently as he, as he's in the speed force and that, all the kinds of stuff. So somebody would definitely watch also speed, uh, days of future past. But also, right. fuck Ezra Miller. Uh, Ezra Miller. Okay, I mean, Next. you know. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so uh, after this, we actually get a little bit of a cyborg origin. Well, before and that, there's what? a scene. There was a scene that got cut out of the trailer with Bruce and Diana and their little awkward moment of them talking about trying to get the team together. But okay. That, but yeah, but then we go into that. Right. You know. So much for not going beat for beat. Um, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I just, I, so, like I said, this is well, kind because of it wasn't in the original. I get it exactly. So you know, we we essentially get this the, this origin for Cyborg, which is helpful. Yes, you know, but at the end of the day, it's just one of those things where I still just disagree with the idea of Cyborg on the Justice League period. You know, here we go. <laughs> yeah, seriously, this should be a t- uh, you know this should be part of a Teen Titans movie, and 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 that should be that. But in any event, um, as Roddy Cat's notes say, you know, we're not sure if we needed the football scene, but it was yeah. good, and apparently was seen elsewhere. That uh, yeah, and I'm um, 
And I mean, obviously, it's a football scene, just like I think I want to say there might have been a touch of that in the trailer. Like, okay, uh, that one. This one's probably one of the ones I could remember, but I feel like I have seen a clip of the football a football scene elsewhere. Obviously, it's a football scene like you've seen in movies in you know in in, in other movies. You know, it's setting up the fact that Victor's you know Victor Stone's a star football player, and it's low again slow lingering uh, touchdown his uh, touchdown run in. Uh, which that part didn't definitely didn't need it, but the the part after that was also w- was kind of needed. You know, they could have done a couple of shots here and there, cut to the stand, and we've seen that scene. Oh, that's what it was. So, uh, the scene where the part of the scene where Victor's looking up in the stands and sees his mom, but doesn't see her dad, that was in one of the animated movies. That was in the Justice League animated movie. Uh, I believe it was Justice League War where where Cyber, Cyber, Cyborg was uh, introduced. Okay. Yeah. So, but there was pretty much a similar scene to that in that movie, except for the mom wasn't there. Got it. Uh, but yeah, so we get to see what happens with the with, with that whole scene and what happens with the mom, sadly. Um, which is another defining uh, Zack Snyder thing, I think. Just like, yeah, just go ahead and kill a woman off real quick. <clears throat> well, that's already the second car crash in this movie. Exactly. So that's another thing. All right, um, moving up. along. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No. So we get, uh, you know, we get we get lots of the cyborg uh, uh, origin, and then we have. Um, oh right. Uh, uh, Barry uh, being approached by Bruce Wayne to join the Justice League. This is what that meeting with. Uh, uh, Bruce's meeting with uh, Diana was about before, and one thing that 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 bothers me about the timeline that they're trying to establish for some of these characters <clears throat> is that why go with a younger Barry Allen? Like why go with a Barry Allen that is somewhere around college age? Because if Cyborg is a young person who's somewhere around college age, then who is the audience's point of view character? Right. And then how does he create this suit that, you know, while he's still in school? Where does he have the resources to make this thing that Bruce Wayne is like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is the stuff they make the, the space shuttle out of. What? Uh, oh, right. Yeah, that, I guess. Yeah, because I, I, that was the part I didn't. Yeah, again, that was a part that was in yeah, the I bumped of... on that heavy. I'm like, all right, so he's probably stealing it with the super speed. But come on. Right. You know? Um yeah, and also worth noting, there was the part of that was a part that was also cut out of the trailer where Bruce is throwing the batarang and and Barry's like looking at it slowly and all that whole you know oversimplification I, of his powers and all that kind of stuff came in. I thought that was uh, I thought that was in the original theatrical cut though. No, I remember that specifically. Not uh, all of it. I'm, not all of it. Oh, not all of it. Also, they so they extended it. Oh, right. well, that's what else is new with the with the Snyder cut, right? Right. So, but also uh, they, cut, they they took out that scene where um, Bruce and Alfred was talking about Barry uh, before <laughs> this before that scene happened. And the, uh, for some strange reason, I have in my notes "gorilla sign language," which they happen to bring up uh, in that scene or something like that. All right. I don't know. Oh, why. I'm sorry. We skipped over uh, uh, Cyborg uh, uh, stealing money from somebody to give to somebody else. That's what. Okay, that's why I had that in my notes. Yes, because I, I do have that in my notes, but I couldn't remember what scene that was from. Yeah, so we get a little more character development with uh, Cyborg, and he just so happens to pick a particular person um, uh, and basically put some stacks stacks of money in there. And we see, we I think we get, this is where we first get the scene. Uh, cyborg in cyberspace 
uh, or is it in his yeah, version of cyberspace, basically? Um, and we see him in, you know, just dressed as uh, Victor Stone in his in his uh, in his uh, regular gear. So I guess in the cyberspace, you know, he's not all metaled up or whatnot. So that's the thing. And yes, all the the age of just happened. But then from that, we get the the Barry Allen and and we get the Barry and Bruce scene, and then they go off because you know the whole I need that whole I need friends thing line from the trailer is there, and, right? And uh, of course, there's a product placement for Benz because when they drive off, you know, just got this super state of the art Benz that uh, that Bruce is driving, which obviously he's got money. I thought that thing was going to turn into the Batmobile. I thought so too. I was disappointed that it was just a regular car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it looks like we, yeah, we get a meeting of. I think yeah, I think we get the the scene where Alfred and Dinah was doing the, the um was Dinah was making tea at some point, and she was in the Batcave, and then she goes to meet with Victor, uh, who I think had just buried the mother body. I can't remember if that happened around this part, but we, we knew he had it and we knew that because that was kind of the thing that they touched on on this whole thing. And he meets up with Diana, Diana, and that seems a little bit different from the theatrical cut, but it's still a scene with them. All right. Uh, and we, cause we see him with a big duffel bag. Oh no, we see him with a big duffel bag and that's, that has, uh, we find out had the, uh, the mother box that they had in it that he goes to, to bury in the next scene. All right. We get more, um, we get more Brian Choi uh, back at Star Labs. Uh, we find out how uh, uh, Victor's dad, Silas, gets caught by the uh, Parademon. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut to GCPD, where we are farmers. Bump, 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 bump. Gordon uh, is talking to one. Wait, I actually know we don't. Yeah, Crispus Allen. Um, which again, this is definitely something they kind of just put in here. I don't know if he was setting up a GCPD movie or whatever the case may be, but you know, um, that scene happens, and then the bat signal trailer from the uh, from the you know uh, from the theatrical cut kind of sort of happens, um, where Gordon goes up and talks to Batman and the rest of them. I think. Um, uh, but also there was a little bit different because because again a part of that was cut because the Flash was like oh they just left huh that's weird and he zooms mm-hmm. off and that whole thing happened from the trailer. Right. Um, at this point, did they talk about how long Batman's been in been active? Is this no. the scene? Uh, it's a little after. Um, if they did, I don't remember. Because that's the one part I don't him, remember. Right, they talk about him being active for twenty years, and I'm like, "Damn you, Snyder! Why are you just married to the whole Dark Knight imagery?" Right, yeah, you know, that, they could at least have kept them somewhat contemporary to each other. Right, I don't. I I feel like I remember that happening, but I don't remember when that happened in this. You know, I, like I, I, like I didn't go. Com- I, I didn't go completely. Uh, 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 you know, beat for beat. Right, but that's one of my thoughts. Uh, as and I and I was I wasn't sure exactly when they brought that up. But moving on. Um, um Stephen Wilson well, invades Atlantis. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was new. Yeah, that's definitely new. And th- that whole tortured thing after that. Um, um, Arthur, uh, Aquaman meets Mera at this point, which again I'm blending Aquaman at this at this point because I could have sworn that happened like they actually met in Aquaman. Uh, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure, and if I'm not, no, I think I think they do meet in a, in 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 uh, Justice League because one of the one of the the comments that I saw and speaking of accents, remember I was talking about accents before. They actually have well, Snyder actually has Mira speak with. 
um, a British accent here, whereas she's got a regular English or uh, a regular American accent right. in, I guess, the original. So right, right. So then um, we cut back. I guess we either cut back or no, we definitely get to where where Batman and meets up with the, the, the on top of the GCPD building. Uh, and this is before they go down and, um, yeah, we get that whole scene where they figure out where, where, um, where the people are being held hostage, uh, and that whole thing. And then we get that, I'm a real witness useful line when they finally get down in there. Um, so that whole scene and then the battle under the, the, the uh, uh, Gotham Bay or whatever the kids, that, that whole scene kind of happens. Uh, but with a little bit of a difference because, um, well, actually, maybe I don't. I can't remember if that scene was that much different or not. Because there was definitely some difference. There was some stuff that was added into it, like a little bit more with Steppenwolf and torturing other people. Um, but for for the most part, that scene just kind of happens, and you know, the, the whole Justice League is that. I mean, not Justice League. They're down there doing this thing, and there's a, um, and they cut out some stuff from the the theatrical trailer because I do recall there being a. Um, Somewhere around this, where Flash was like, I just run, I just hit people, you know, I just running really fast and hit people. I think was around that line, around the time. But anyway, and this is when uh, the Dormu woman thing kicks in. I don't know why I made note of that because I do remember it wasn't in the, the scene before that. I mean, the scene. Right. Like this whole time, which I don't know what time frame frame it is, but it definitely it kicked in now as opposed to the the hostage scene. And they're still doing the battle and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, Aquaman comes in and da, 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 da. So like that, that whole scene happens. Uh, but they did keep the one part where Flash kind of gets the sword for Diana, that part from in the in the uh, theatrical version. So that's at least still from there, if you remember it. Um, and then we get a little bit more on Dark Side because I think it cuts back to Steppenwolf talking to finally getting to talk to Dark Side. Uh, and I think I make a note here for the no ping ping thing and cyborg origin story, which I think we get a little bit. Of, oh yeah, we we get a little bit of that because that's when they're all in the Bat Cave talking. Hmm. Um, I was say we also get the reveal of the anti life equation. Yes, and it's not explained to us. We're expected to just understand that it's something bad and that uh, Darkseid shouldn't have it, and apparently has some ability to allow him to control... It gives Darkseid, or whoever has the anti-life equation, the ability to, to control sentient life. I think that's how they explained it. But it's still weird that they would just drop that on us with just very little uh, explanation. Yeah. You know, and It is. Yeah. And mind you, so I have in my notes, because this, uh, say I have in my notes that uh, this is where we get to the other Justice League story after we start getting to the other Justice League storyline, which with, I'm talking about Superman coming back to life, because this is when they start formulating that plan. Right. Uh, which wasn't in the theatrical cut. But we also get another scene, um, which I'm for almost fairly certain was not. Uh, with uh, Martha, well, and we'll get to why that wasn't because it's setting up another character, which is like just kind of got Shoehorn in here. Um, there's a scene where Martha Kent and Lois Lane are talking, and Martha's like, "You need to get back out there. The world leaves Lois Lane. You know, da da da. You know, um, you need to get back there and get to working." And so, uh, so we get that scene, and at the end of the scene, we see Martha leaving uh, Lois's apartment. And a reveal of one Martian mantra, mantra. Well, excuse me. We see um, Harry Lennox, who was also in the the, the um, 
the the um, I think he was also in Batman Superman. He was actually uh, as saw, a general, yeah, yes, as a general. So we see Martha turns into him and then turn into Martian Manhunter. So setting up the fact that he was indeed uh, Martin Manhunter, like they actually had alluded to uh, in Batman Superman, because I think they said it was, they had right. cut out that part there too, or right. they cut out that part of that there too. Right. So this is one of those. Honestly, when this happened, I was like, "Wait a second. I don't know if have you ever seen. Um. Uh. Uh. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh my gosh. Like it. 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 It just slipped my tongue. I. I. I was just thinking of. Um. It's not how it should have ended. What's the. Um, uh, <laughs> uh. It's a YouTube show. I know what you're talking about, but it's it's pretty much like that. What you're saying. What you're saying. I know what you're talking about. I can't. Uh, why. Why can't I think of the name? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to take the, uh, describe their 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 thing and then not cite to them. No, I think that's, that's what it, how it should have ended. I think that's what it is. No. No, that's no, but it's 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 another um oh honest trailer. Oh yeah, thank, those. Oh yeah, the dudes with the voice. Brain, yes. Right. Thank you brain for 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 finally kicking in. I know it's late <laughs> and dinner was a long time ago. Oh, so at least you had dinner. Uh, so what what I was going to say is um the honest trailer for Endgame, right? Mm. When when they talk about the scene in Endgame where they cut to the ancient one Yes. Right? And they're like, go downstairs. They need you. Right? And I'm thinking, Martian Manhunter, you're here. They need you. What are you doing? Right. So <laughs> just slinking around, sneaking up on Lois? And uh. why, and again, I think I said, I may have said this to you after last week's show, like, why and how would he even know about, I mean, yes, he's telepathic. I get that. But how or and or why would he even know or care about what Lois is doing? Unreal. So yeah, that whole like that yeah that whole scene was like what? Because at first I was like okay yeah sure Martha probably would have gone to see Lois at some point you know I, I guess maybe you know I may have noticed she wasn't doing you know doing her job because you know, but yeah what why Martian Manhunter yeah. anyway um I think I make a note here about did we miss out on a good Batman's movie because I think that was another Batman uh, uh Batman effort scene okay. Um, Star Lab, we cut back to Star Labs and back to the caper. Oh yeah, so we get to the caper where uh, where they where they go to steal the um, where they go to you know bring Superman back, um, and they go down there into the quote unquote the Superman ship as they say. And I think we get a cut of Zod in one of the caskets. I'm not sure what the hell that was, that was about. Um, and for some strange reason, I also oh also the movie should have. Ended- Did we skip over that whole crawler scene that I hate? Yeah, that was in the when that was in the um, when they were the, under the, the Gotham Bay. Like I said, all of oh. that was pretty much in the uh, cut, mostly. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Because I I always hated that stupid crawler thing, but anyway. Yeah, it was kind of a little ridiculous, and then Cyborg took over, and and, and yeah, and yeah. Alfred uh. and the whole thing. Yeah, that stuff was yeah, that was all in that one scene. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Um. So the, like I said, we're we're back at the Superman ship. Uh, it just so happens that you know they're they're going to activate the mother box, and because uh, again, this is where they start getting to. Uh, the part of the original cut where they would have been gone through, and the movie should have ended by now, as I put, as I have in my notes. Um, and I, for some strange reason, I have a note here that says, "Still no news except for the cameo in the beginning," and I have a timestamp as to what the time was. So it was two hours and thirty-two minutes where we are right now at right. this point. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So Lois goes back to work. Thanks, Martian Manhunter, and I guess. Um, 
the well, she doesn't go back to work, but she pretty much ends up being where she was in the theatrical cut uh, near the Superman ship. Just so happened, but the only difference is the theatrical cut had it to where that was part of Batman's plan. Apparently, it was not in the original version, as we we're going to see because the whole thing with bringing back Superman happens. Uh, like the whole flash jumpstart thing was was Snyder's idea apparently, and apparently. then it jumps into and then it jumps into um, uh, something we I did not expect to see, but they did kind of have or or kind of get alluded to in a different way in the theatrical cut an apocalyptic dream sequence because as soon as that jumpstart thing happens, it looks like the world pretty much. Um, you know, there's like this whole digital thing goes over to the world and the buzzer box even says like, oh, the future is written. Uh, and then we get a, a, a scene which we have seen before in Batman Superman. I'm pretty certain where Batman is in the uh, the the uh, the trench coat and the goggles and stuff. And he's, yeah, the, yeah, the, the nightmare scene. Yeah, exactly. So we we get that and uh, we basically get a whole ass scene of uh, dark side, dark side and Superman. Now that I think about it, uh, fucking up the world. We get a mo- mega beams, though. <laughs> yeah, we do get omega beams. We do get omega beams. So that was that was I was I was kind of hyped to see that at the very least. And then it says, as I have in my notes, we basically pretty much see an uh, an alternate injustice ending or beginning. Yeah, yeah, that seems like at least uh, uh, an inspiration for where Snyder was going. Right, and we get still get more of that, which is kind of ridiculous because I believe I don't I can't remember if it happens now or at some point. But we were talking about the Lois is the key that whole thing that got cut out of the uh, well that was in the theatrical cut because it was that whole scene where where Batman's just sitting there and he sees Barry from the future. Exactly, that got cut out of this, but we still get allusions to that. Uh, but anyway, jump starts lingering. They do the thing. Superman wakes up. Um, they go and um, you know, a lot of this is still following the, the theatrical cut. So that whole scene with them fighting Superman has still happens, and the whole thing with Lois being the one to um, uh, to snap him out of it basically still happens, but it kind of happens a little bit differently. Yeah, the sequence is is definitely different, and how it happens is different. So and even after they fly away, that whole scene is different. Exactly. You know, oh, and we did we did kind of miss a part where uh, apparently Alfred made some gloves, uh, some some um, energy dissipating gloves, which end up coming in handy in that scene. Right, because Superman's literally trying to to, to heat vision Batman to death, and he's got gloves to absorb the energy. He's like, ah, mm-hmm. with you know. Like these, this is better than vibranium, right? Because oh even God. in that underwater, under the bay thing, uh, Alfred's like, "Hey, my gloves work," and and uh, Batman's like, uh, "Celebrate later. Give me the crawler." Do, yep. now, so, um, and now, again, movie should have ended well before now, but we get more because I even have when I was like, "Oh, right, Steppenwolf," because Steppenwolf comes in and gets the, the mother box, which I don't recall if that played out. Like uh, the the the, uh, the 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 theatrical trailer, but whatever. Um. Uh, and this is where the whole uh, Joe Martin thing comes back into play because freaking why did they do this? Miles Dyson happens again. Joe Morton had to die so, for so, no reason for no freaking reason. No reason. It's like, wait a second. So here's the thing, right, ladies and gentlemen, right? So they 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 contrive a plot 
to have Joe Morton die, but in doing so, it's a sacrifice because he superheats, and this is another stupid idea. He superheats <laughs> the, uh, the 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 what the mother box so that they can track it. Mm-hmm. Like they like they can't figure out where Steppenwolf is going. Right, you and know, granted, somehow. Right, and granted, we didn't get that part, and we just they just knew where he was, you know, in the somehow in the theatrical cut. So, but this is pretty much to contrive the the reason as to why they have. And again, there was no reason for him to have to be in that satellites. Yeah. You know, Wayne's got a bunch of them in space. He makes a point of saying something about it in this movie. Exactly. So it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Miles Dyson happens again for no reason, but Cyborg is in there, so that means it's like, oh, well, this happened, that happens for so that uh, he could kind of start to move on with uh, the hate he had for his dad, and you know, originally for for making him the way he is, because that also, like I said, the, the character development on that kind of happens in this. Um, yeah, it says. Still didn't make any sense why he had to die. Anyway, so they all go back to the Batcave where they they has the plan to go and attack the uh, the, the nuclear silo. We don't get any of the Russian family, by the way, which is in the theatrical cut, because you remember they had they made the whole thing of kind of showing that whole family and then showing uh, Barry and Superman, you know, saving them at some point during the theatrical cut. We don't get none of that. So whatever. right. Um. So yeah. Uh, the farm scene with Superman and Lois and and, and Martha uh, is still relatively intact. I think that might have been extended a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's different. It's yeah. it's actually different because I think they come together differently uh, with uh, with Martha. Uh, I think that's how no that part. It's a slightly possibly. different sequence. Yeah, I, I, I've seen the co- I've seen the comparison, but yeah. at the end of the day, it plays out the same. Right, it has the same effect, but it does have it does it it, it has a slightly different sequence to it. Hmm. Uh, we get another callback to that flash forward, which we don't get to see in this, and also another potential uh, injustice reference, because I believe this is where uh, Lois, that whole Lois is the key thing happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're making plans, and you know, um, I don't know why I made that note about what Alfred is drinking, because I think that's when that earthquake happens. <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, that's when the earthquake happens. When the, I think they uh, when Steppenwolf activated the third mother box. Uh, and it needed time to do with this thing. So, um, I also have in my notes, I don't like Barry. The more, the, the more Barry speaks in this, in this, uh, in this, uh, version, the less I like him. Cause he was definitely doing a lot of more talking than he did originally in the original cut, which maybe that was merciful. Um, anyway, Superman suits up, you know, after, after that, we get him in the ship and, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, we get Bat Tumbler. We get the whole slow Avengers team shot because they're doing the whole action scene. And we see, you know, Batman and the Tumbler. We see the other folks just flying and running next to him and just slows down. Like that one scene in Age of Ultron. You know the one. Of course. Um, but that whole, but the, uh, that, the, the Aquaman surf scene that still happens and more and more actions because they're, they're pretty much attacking the base. Uh, like I said, Batman kind of does his thing in the original, in the beginning of it. And he was like, whatever you see, da, 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 da. But the action scene actually wasn't bad. You know, it, it might have gone on a little long in spots, but it was still, you know, pretty good action scene. Uh, I kind of groaned at that, that slow motion shot though. I agree. Yeah, I mean, they changed the assault. Yes. You know, because they take out the whole, uh, do you have it in your notes here? They take out the whole, are you suicidal bit? 
Oh yeah, they uh, don't have it in my notes, but they did do that. Yeah. You know, they took that part out, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, they basically kept that was one of the few things where I was like, oh, you know what? That was actually a good call to not have that part in because I thought that was a, a you know even. Uh, uh, that was a bad part of the original Whedon theatrical cut. It's like, you know, are you suicidal? What are you doing? He's like, no, I'm going to go, you know, uh, ram into stuff. I'm like, that's your plan? Right. Now, the only the only allusion to that we kind of get is, um, um, like, Aquaman is on top of the, the bat tumbler, and he pretty much says, you really are crazy. Right, you know, right, right, right. And he doesn't do the dress like a bat thing all that much, too, which that's kind of a disappointment. But, you know, that's probably that was a Whedon thing, probably, more so than that. I don't remember it more than once, but like I said, I've, I've shied away from ever watching it again. So, right. Um, all right. Uh, where are we now? Uh, let's see. Still in the still in that whole scene. Um, so part of the plan was bear runs in circles, you know, like he does. Oh, that's to, right. Yeah, to to get up enough energy to touch cyborg so they can um, become one with the unity, which doesn't come or go off uh, fully as planned because apparently, and I saw a meme on this uh, on on Twitter, which was kind of funny. Uh, one of the parademons actually uh, gets a shot off at um, Barry, <laughs> and right. and I think uh, uh, yeah, as I say, we do see like uh, Dark Side. We get a, the, the portal of Dark Side and Granny Goodness and Decide because the portal starts opening up. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we can see you're basically an invasion army and Granny Goodness. So we 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 didn't get to see Granny Goodness in the first place. Didn't see Calabac. Which actually another thing that brought me into mind to the whole Steppenwolf thing, um, but then uh, oh yeah, I say here in my notes that uh, they pretty much made this into a Barry moment because I thought they were going to they honestly was going to go into well Barry's going to be the one to sacrifice his life just like they have in um, in the comics, and it almost kind of went that way, but it didn't. Uh, let's see. Then we get another some more cyborg stuff. Um, with that, again, we think we get a Flashpoint reference, possibly. Uh, the Superman cyborg, yeah, Superman kind of comes in at the last second and helps out. Uh, and then that whole Superman cyborg thing for the theatrical cut actually happens. They set up, uh, which again, they do the thing, they have their superheroic moment, you know, triumphant superhero moment. So it looks like there's a setup for Justice League 2 because it's a long ass lingering shot and there's a conversation between Decide and um, Darkseid. Darkseid, I mean, Decide's like, I told you Superwolf would fail. Right. <laughs> you know, that whole thing happened right then. And I'm like, is this movie, shouldn't this movie be over by now? Or shouldn't that have been like an in, in credit scene? But right. no. Did we, did we mention the part where Superman is all black everything now? Uh, did not, but yeah, he definitely, yeah, when he gets suited up, he suits up in, cause if we, we, yeah, we, actually, we didn't see that part either. When he goes into the Superman ship, uh, or when they go into the Superman ship originally, uh, right. because Superman's body is there, you know, the ship kind of opens up and we see bunches of, uh, Superman suits and whatnot. Well, Superman actually goes back in there when he gets, goes alive and we, expect, yeah, that's the part I forgot, actually. He goes back in there and we hear Jor-El talking well, I believe some of it's from the original Superman movie no we hear yeah we exactly we hear Jor-El and we hear and Pa we Kent and we hear yeah Pa Kent pa no Clint. no we hear Pa Kent no it, it's Jor-El from Man of Steel it's uh, Russell Crowe is it man okay so, it I thought is, that was I thought because there was one part in there that seemed like it was from the original thing but maybe but which was um Brando but still right Right, so I definitely made a note of that. I said, oh, you know, it just reminds you how stupid it was to kill off Pa Kent. But yes. anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, so, but he's going through there and he's getting pep talk by, you know, getting getting pep talk by his dad. Uh, and then he, we see a little, kind of a lingering shot of him presumably getting the suit that he ends up getting, which is the black suit. 
Now we'll right. get back to this. Right. So sorry about sorry about that little interlude there. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, so so where are we now? So we got the, the triumphant pose, we're yep. in the epilogue, so um there's a weird moment in the epilogues. I say epilogues. <laughs> yes. Because there's a bunch of them, right? There's so, like three of them. Did you notice? I see it not in I don't see it in your notes, but um did you notice that and, 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 and again this this relates back to something I said earlier, Snyder's dying, dying to do Dark Knight Returns because you see yeah. the tank mm-hmm. from Dark Knight Returns in this movie mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait, why does Batman at this point need this Dark Knight Returns tank? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I did notice that. I did definitely notice that, but no, I don't have it in my notes. Um, but I'm saying, like, you know, that was just, you know, when I saw this cameo of the Dark Knight Ret- Returns tank, I'm like, just stop. <laughs> just do the Dark Knight Returns movie. Just do it if that's what you want to do. Right. But instead, we're getting Matt Reed's Batman, um, which, uh, and I know, so. In, say, oh, good. No, I was about to say, we were supposed to get a, uh, uh, a part Affleck written and starring uh, Batman movie, but of course that we all know that that's not going to happen at this point for whatever right. reason. Right, right, right. All right, so now we are neck deep in these epilogues. Three hours, <laughs> 34 minutes in. <sighs> Goodness. I made I made a point to do to, to time, time stamps at this point. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason I have to have Victor's part more of the box because yeah, because of course you know that's how he got his thing in the first place, and and some something brought that up again. Right. Oh right, because he goes back to he goes back to um to the apartment where he had crushed the the recording of his dad because you know obviously his dad's dead now, and he listens to the whole thing, and we get like a whole montage of what the you know uh, of everybody doing whatever they're doing, you mm-hmm. know, and possibly getting set up for Aquaman in in the, in the process because of. That scene didn't make any sense either, uh, because we see Aquaman uh, meeting up with Volko and Mira, but then just was like, "I gotta go see my dad," and then hops on the truck and just bounces. Right, that was which, weird. Which seems counter to how what happens in Aquaman. I don't remember Aquaman that well, but I guess I'll I'll go with what you say. Like I say, it seems like that it may not be. I'd have to watch it again. But I was like, that <laughs> some of that doesn't make any kind of that that part, whole part doesn't make any kind of sense. But maybe, I don't know. Um, I mean, not counting the fact that he went to go see, because we do definitely see him, you know, with his dad at the beginning or somewhere near the beginning of Aquaman, but the whole meeting up back with Volko and Mira thing. Uh, we potentially get a Ryan Choi set up because we see him. He's the director of uh, Star Labs at this time, and they mentioned him by title. I was like, yep, director of nanotechnology. So we could have gotten a uh, Adam movie out of this. Right. And we, we talked about that in our show this week. So. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah oh yeah because there was an article about something else was going to happen about that oh, about um, putting about putting the Korean guy in China yes but that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, um also we get another scene that sets up the just the Hall of Justice oh and we're gonna see that again too mm-hmm uh which actually that just reminded me of my background that I almost had went with but that's fine whatever uh Barry gets a job goes to talk goes to back to talk to Rachel Gould dad again. Um. Oh, that whole about the bank scene um, is is still intact to, for the most part, but kind of lengthened a little bit. Where right. um, where right. um, where they go back to the farm and and it's now back under Kent control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we get Victor's superhero takeoff. 
uh, which was a weird scene to have, but I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, we get another bat signal, signal and stoic poses. We get flash anime run again. Like I said, all of this is kind of within the montages that I mean, within the yeah, the kind of the montages that uh, that are being narrated by uh, Victor Stone, right? Um, and yeah, that was new. That whole uh, Vic uh, yes. narrating it at the end, right? Or yeah, or, or Silas narrating. Sorry, not Victor, because it was because it was uh, Joe Morton talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and again, I make the note of oh yeah, and where it should have ended. Right here, we get the Superman, you know, we get Clark Kent in the city, going into an alley, ripping open the shirt to, to reveal the Superman symbol, I believe still in the black suit. Yep, still all black everything. And three hours and 40 fucking minutes in, still not ended. It could have ended right there. What do we get? Well, we, I, we get... We get the end, we, what, get we, the original yeah, the original end credit scene. Yes, we get the original end credit scene with uh with um, which I'm still on the fence about this Luther. I don't know Jesse Eisenberg. Eh. Um, but yeah, we get the whole thing where we see which that was a whole other thing about that because um the guard that goes to get Luthor is like why did he leave the door open? <laughs> I think I even made a note about that. I don't. I don't um, yeah, I did. I made a note of that. Like, why did you leave the door open? We see, you know, this inmate laughing maniacally, almost like the Joker, um, at this. But then we cut to the like to the end credit scene where Luther's on the boat and uh, talking to Deathstroke. But we get a little bit more to it because Luther gives Deathstroke Bruce's identity up, which was supposed to set up the Batman, the exactly. the aforementioned Batman movie, which we will never get. Right. Uh, and then that whole thing, and again, still doesn't end. Because we go back to the nightmare uh, apocalyptic dream, or uh, not dream, it's, uh, apparently it is actually the future. Which right. is again, setting up either one and or two other Justice League movies. Um, we see uh, Batman, Mirror, uh, Deathstroke, Cyborg, Flash, and then, oh my god, why the freaking Joker, Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> and then there's a whole reach around joke. Just like, Oh God, this is why I hate this goddamn version. Um, yeah. So we, we get that, which is again, possibly another, um, Oh, and then like, they're basically there and they're running, you know, they're hiding out and Superman comes down and that pretty much ends that scene because it goes into, uh, Bruce Wayne waking up, uh, and he's, in his house or in a house, and right. here's another weird ass scene because it brings yeah, back. I was about to say before you before you continue, one of the things that's referenced here is the death of a Robin. Yes. Right. Oh yeah. In this nightmare, in this nightmare version, it's in your notes, but yes, I just wanted to circle notes. back to it very yeah. quickly because Roddy Cat, much like myself, is trying to figure out if this is actually a Jason Todd reference, as it would be in the comic books. Right. You know what it is? It's not. Oh, Snyder's come out and said that it's Dick Grayson. Okay. What an idiot. Which, what an idiot. Which, first of all, one, should make sense, because, like, wait, why would you set up Jason Todd before you even introduce Dick? Or, yeah, before you introduce Dick. So that makes a little bit more sense, but still stupid. Yes. Unreal. Uh -oh. Unreal. Like, why would you cut off all of the potential franchises by killing off Dick Grayson? Right. 
Uh, and again, we also get another injustice set up because I believe the whole uh, Lois is the key uh, hold in the nightmare scenario thing, which, you know, again, like, like we said earlier, the um, dark side and Superman pretty much took over. And, but and it ends off, like I said, with Superman ended up finding this, this ragtag team of whoever's. Um, right. So we get to three hours, 59 minutes and 49 seconds as Roddy cat. Yes. Was kind enough to note and take it away. Yeah, uh, so we get that. Um, oh yeah, again, like I said, the, the whole the whole reach around line that the Joker says is so stupid. Oh god, um, why? So yes, we get to this conversation, which uh, I think is actually the last scenes of the movie. Yes, it is. Um, where Bruce wakes up, like I said, goes outside because apparently he senses something or something, and Martian monsters just so happens to be outside of his. Uh, you know, when the witches, this is Bruce, he, of course he wouldn't be phased, but just has, so happens to have a conversation. It's like, Hey, I'm Martian, you know, you, you know, uh, some stuff, this, you know, that whole thing is not over. Um, you know, you, you might still need some folks or whatever the case may be. And, uh, hi, I'm Martian Manhunter. And, uh, yeah, I'll be around if you need me. And Bruce is like, all right. And just rolls back inside. Right. And that is what freaking ends the movie. Unreal. I'm like, what? are you doing <laughs> what was that whole scene that was, that was a whole awkward ass scene because Bruce is just standing there like okay yeah right like you, I just want to go back to bed like alright yeah like alright nice to meet you and whatever else he said because he said something uh, and, and, and you know um, like hey, ain't no big deal I'm like alright peace and then Marshall Menard finds off and he goes back into the, into the house and like that's it and I'm like <laughs> really at at three minutes, three hours and fifty three minutes, or in some, I just forgot even. I wasn't even worried about the seconds anymore. I was like, "Fuck it, this is it." And this is when credits roll, and we get a, a Leonard Cohen cover of something while wow, this whole thing. And I sat through the credits thinking, it's "Like, is he really going to be stupid enough to do a whole other credit scene after this?" He doesn't. And that's it. That's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, I did say in my notes that Bruce wakes up to more movie. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. So there's a couple of things to make of – a couple of things to think of – think about when we uh, get to the end of this movie. And, and really the part that bugged me was the whole nightmare scene yes. and how Snyder has gone on to talk about uh, – I describe this as kind of like a postscript in my notes mm-hmm. that, you know um, – Snyder has gone on specifically in, in, in an interview by Anthony Bresnikan uh, with Vanity Fair, where Snyder uh, shows that neither uh, Warner Brothers nor Snyder had perfect visions for the film. Um, according to Snyder, Martian Manhunter should have been Jon Stewart, but Warner Brothers said they had plans for Jon as a Green Lantern. Where are they? But the story Snyder had planned... Involved Bruce Wayne. Oh, uh, so so so. Did you did you know about this? Did you read the inter- the interviews I sent to you? Uh, I was kind of skimmed. It. I didn't read the whole thing. Right. So the story Snyder had planned going forward, going forward into the next sequels, involved Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane falling in love with each other when Soups was presumed dead. Okay, that that part I did so, see. Yeah. Right, and this would have been part of a second Justice League movie. This is where the pregnancy test came in. Mm-hmm. Right. And part of the movie would have revolved around the plot 
to make Batman sacrifice himself to save Lois, which is something he fails to do when Darkseid invades, which is what makes Superman give up and fall prey to Darkseid using the anti-life equation. Also, and weirdly Superman, sounds like an Avengers callback with the whole, you know, you, you never want to make the big plays. Ah, <sighs> gosh. Yeah, you never want to make the big sacrifice. Mm-hmm. What do you, you know, uh, you know, uh, Oh my gosh. So, yeah, so Soups wants to take revenge on Batman for failing to protect Lois. And that's where that lands. This is why, right, and this is why Flash shows up in BVS um, to say, the key is Lois Lane. I'm like, oh my God, my head hurts. Which, again, sets up a goddamn, would have set up an Injustice League movie, uh, excuse me, an Injustice movie so perfectly. We said that when we even talked about the the theatrical the cut, they could have gone and done an injustice movie from this, but no. Now, granted, that part, that whole part with the whole pregnancy and whatnot aside, that would have been messed up because really, because if they had stuck with the Joker killed, um, Joker killed uh, Lois, you right? Know, that would have been good enough, right? So what ends up happening is that they, you know, but what Snyder wanted to end up happen was that, you know, if Batman sacrifices himself, then the result will be Superman doesn't go bad. But come on, we kind of know what happens in the time heist. You don't change the past. You just create a new future. Mm-hmm. And they but, have opened uh, up the multiverse. Exactly. So what Snyder's plan was is that uh, the result would be that Superman doesn't go bad and the big fight told in flashback exposition by Diana, by uh, the, the, the groups of the, the Atlanteans and the, um, the Themyscirans and the, uh, and, and the humans uh, banding together to defend the Earth uh, would be repeated with, um, you know, would be recre- recreated in modern times. And that was where Snyder... Um, intended to, uh, to to take the story, and the capper to this would have been that Lois and Clark, uh, uh, Lois and Bruce's kid would have been born with uh, no powers to later to to later become the new Batman. Lord have mercy, Snyder. Uh, yes, and if you're watching the video, you can see me kind of scrolling through the article he's talking about. Lord have mercy, Snyder. Oh my gosh. So, so like I said, I have a feeling that that Warner Brothers really dodged a bullet in not letting this come to pass. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and uh, as we said, I think we might have said earlier, but we definitely said before the show, um, uh, the Snyder fans are still out in full force trying to get the Snyder. Basically, it released the Snyderverse, you know, go back to the Snyderverse type situation. And no, they should have, this shouldn't have honestly happened. I'll be honest. So, here's the thing I appreciate it because we do actually get to see the original vision for whatever it is. It still needed to be edited, like I said earlier. Um, but I don't think that if you give the fans the kind of power and let them think that they had a say in getting the stuff off the ground, which, you know, or making this happen, that shouldn't be a thing. That should not be a thing. It should not continue. Don't 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 um don't encourage them fools. Yeah, I agree. Um, because then we get this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is just bad. It's bad. It's ugh. it's yeah. painful. I'm just kind of like, I'm glad it's over with. Yeah, 
Like I'm glad it's out. I'm, I'm glad, glad we can find it. spent a lot of time going beat for beat because I didn't have the wherewithal to do that. I just kind of wanted to react to things, you know, big picture style. But I'm glad that Roddy Cat took up the task and 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 broke down this movie. Uh, you know, mostly way, you know mostly the new stuff. And by the way, still showed in that goddamn movie, um, which which clocks in at what four four hours and like three two minutes or four hours and one or two minutes or something like that. I don't remember. What God is that? Be better. It's long ass movie. It's ridiculous. Hey. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of. Um, we said this in this week's uh, Combo Chronicles, but I'm bringing this back up again here, and I hate auto-playing things, but if you're watching the video, you can see what I'm talking about. 10% of the damn Snyder Cut was in slow motion. <laughs> I can't believe that someone was brave enough. I think we talked about this during the show, right? Mm-hmm. I still can't believe someone was, was, was intrepid enough. I think that's the best word. Intrepid enough Full to sit and word. compile all that data. Right. But also, it's it's clickbait. So, because <laughs> yeah, because somebody was going to pick it up, and they did, right? Uh, and we're talking about it, so you know. It's, mm. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and by the way, folks, um, I didn't when I initially put out the caller that we were recording. I um, I forgot to put in the fact that there is. Um, a very much a show notes page that's going to have all the stuff in it, including a couple of articles that we have also talked about during the course of this week's actual uh, Comic Book Chronicle show, uh, including this making of uh, the Justice League video that talks about the scale and, and that stuff, and even um, an Easter egg video that, uh, that I, I still have yet to watch about supposedly every Easter egg that they caught, you know, that whoever this was caught um, uh you know what sure <laughs> so there is that and all that's going to be in the show notes to this uh treasure edition including right. so, uh, a link to my notes and maybe possibly uh um agent 70s if he's if he's gonna throw it in a doc and link it or something i don't know nah, if mine <laughs> huh? i hand wrote mine oh okay i'm keeping all that out yeah that's fine but uh, no. But in all seriousness, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad this is over with. I'm glad we had a chance to discuss it. Um, as I said, I'm glad that you know Warner Brothers dodged this bullet. What do you think? I agree with you. I totally agree with you because we don't. Because uh, yeah. yeah, as we and also what we said, like the, the the tone of this one is definitely darker and grittier than than what Great you got. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, dark. Yeah, and we said that on this week's uh, Combo Chronicles also. And yeah, I don't know if we, I don't know if it just this needed to happen. Uh, so I definitely agree with what you said on that. Unreal. But hey, we but, are here now. It is right. Done. I mean, well, but before before we move on mm-hmm. and, and wrap up, I do have to add, and I know that you know uh, I, I've heard uh, uh, other comment uh, commentators say it. It's nice that Snyder did get to express his final vision because it was a really bad situation, you know, in his, you know, a bad family situation that caused him right. to have to step away from the original movie. Right. He lost so, a kid. He lost a kid, and that, that's what um, right. had him. He lost his kid to suicide. So at the end of the day, it's a good story that he was able to finish his vision. It's his vision that I think most people have fault with. Well, and the fact that, like I said earlier in the show, the fact that he probably most likely added to it because, you know, 
added to it with the the, the, the ability to be able to do this. Right. Because there's no... I, I stand behind the fact that I feel there's no way he had all this in, in his brain. And again, we know he ended up doing... like They did end up doing like reshoots and stuff and, and that kind of stuff. You know, just to kind of finish up a little bit. We know some of that stuff had to have been brand, brand new. Right. You cannot tell me any different. I agree. Um, so that being the case, uh, like I said, uh, I may have said this earlier. And, um, I can't remember if I said it earlier, but... Um, would I watch it again? Probably not. I'm tired of it. I'm no, done with it. no, 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 no. I am not watching it again. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, is it worth watching? If, uh, and again, I may have said this earlier. I, can't, I know I said it before the show, but I can't remember if I said it during the course of the show. But if you have any kind of curiosity of the original, quote unquote, original villain, vis, um, vision of Snyder's cut, it might be worth it. It still goes on too long. It still needed to be edited. Um, but for a scientific, the, the most basis of scientific curiosities, it may be worth watching. Right. Just so that you know what vision Snyder had. I think that's really what it comes down to. If you didn't like the theatrical cut, I don't think this is going to change. I mean, it is definitely a different, it's definitely a different movie. It's absolutely positively a different movie. Um, I still don't think it, it may change your opinion. On the way things went, mm-hmm. but there it is. All righty. If you have the, uh, if you have uh, HBO Max or no, or probably has somebody's account, most likely, you're not really losing anything except for four hours. That's right. That's right. And you got to in installments as, as as partially intended, but yep. It's a lot of time to spend. It is. Yeah. I mean, I kind of burned through with only uh, a few breaks here and there. Oh, I was I surprised that I was able to make it through mm-hmm. um, without like cl- you know, like stopping and stepping uh, stepping away for an extended amount of time. Right. So here's and yeah, and I think I said this before, but uh, so I watched an hour of it, uh, then watched uh, or either watched a half an hour of the the the, the theatrical cut before or after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might have watched it before and then, then watched it an hour and then came back and watched the whole thing uh, a few days later again like from the beginning so that was stupid on my part but <laughs> you know hey look the things the things we do for you the combo Chronicles audience there you go there you go because realistically, I was not going to watch this. And we have said time and time again on this very show, we were not going to watch this mess. <laughs> to the point I, honestly, if they had decided to put this in the theaters, I never would have gone to gone near it. Right. Never. Oh, I was not definitely especially Whether it was pandemic or not, I was not saying no four hours. And uh, granted, I've done it before with like, well, and even Lord of the Rings is not this long. Even the, the uh, extended cut of Lord of the Rings is not this far along. Right. So and I wasn't wasn't aware I was gonna well I probably would have sat in for that but no I wouldn't I wasn't gonna sit in the movie theaters for this and I know they probably would have had an intervention also an uh, inter- intermission Lord knows you would have needed an inter- intervention <laughs> I mean you probably needed an intervention if you're gonna go do that away his actual thoughts <laughs> on what needed to be done in this <laughs> which is much. that which is that uh, they really should have. Uh, performed an intervention on Snyder and said, "Look, man, we really can't do this long ass cut." But yeah, but nope, again, didn't happen. Yeah, but again, they were going to cut it in four. So yeah, they were going to cut it into four one-hour um, um, chunks. 
to put it on uh, HBO Max, and we laughed the hell out of that because it was like, yeah, that's what the standard cut people, standard cut people got. We got just a whole thing, and they even well, I forgot to mention they cut it into like what six acts, I believe. Right. So six acts or chapters, I think. Chapters. Yeah, yeah. I think they say yeah. I can't remember if they use act or chapter. Either way, it's the same difference. Um, because uh, they even broke it down and they got and they're named. You know, just, again a little bit more Snyder winking. I'm thinking at that point. Um, right. But yeah, all of that, all of that is the case. And like I said, if even if you've sat through this uh, at this point, hour and thirty nine minutes of this program, knowing all of that, and you still want to watch that thing, even if you haven't already, more power to you. Alrighty. Well, I think we can wrap. Oh, uh, yes. Put a bow on this treasury edition. Yes, and it's not even Green Arrow's bow. Oh no! <laughs> could have been and. They could have sold so much to them. Uh, so, and again, so, so yeah, there's so many things that could have been set up by throwing a couple of more extra movies out there ahead of time before going into this. Like, we could have had a couple of arrows. We could have had Black Canary. We could have had another Lantern. We could have had another Green Lantern movie. Like, yeah, that other one was what it was. But we, so right. many Just a little happened. bit of legwork. That's the, but that's the, that's the thing. They didn't want to seem like they were... It, it's It's... It's definitely a case of damned if you do and damned if you don't because they didn't want to look like they were mimicking Marvel's formula, but they wanted to short to take a gigantic shortcut. But the thing is, in this particular case, you can't take that kind of shortcut. You just can't. You have to do the legwork. You have to do the character and plot development. Right. You have to establish some things before you just cobble things together. We have seen in superhero movies where they just throw a bunch of things together and hope it works out, and it doesn't always work. Especially if you're going to experiment with a connected universe. That's the kicker. Exactly. Like you know. Yeah, like yeah, they didn't want it to look like uh they were trying to ape uh, what Marvel was doing, but it was plain to see, even with yeah. the theatrical cut. Even with Batman and Superman but prior to it. Even Absolutely. with act honestly we could probably could all go back to Man of Steel, honestly. Possibly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's just it was just like a little bit more time and effort would have would have possibly save it or you know stick to the animated universe because it's everything's over there is, no not everything most things over there are great and had things properly set up they actually did some of the network in that in, in the in the animated universe right still kind of even though they've kind of gone away they've gone to the more elseworld stuff now than than they had in the past right. But 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 essentially the legwork that they that they did was create a solid Batman and Superman universe, mm-hmm. and brought them together, and uh, didn't necessarily serve Wonder Woman all that well. True, but they definitely developed Green Lantern, John Stewart. They did some Flash development during the Justice League cartoons, and but but. At the end of the day, those are because of the episodic nature of them. That's why you're able to get so much more character development. Shout out to the Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Right, and even with the animated movies, which what I, what I was talking about, um, they they did a little bit more legwork. Like everything that was kind of leading up to the Flashpoint movie, like they did mm. the whole Batman Superman stuff. They pretty much did the same thing right. that you're talking about, and then went up, get you know wrapped up to the, the whole Justice League and Flashpoint stuff and went from there and everything just kind of all nice and smooth and connected, you know. And they pretty much did the same thing where Aquaman and Wonder Woman kind of had a little bit after the fact and then they started going to other things. Even that was still a little bit better. 
Mm-hmm. So, that being said, we are definitely finally actually putting a bow on this doggone thing. But first, we're going to get one more ad read. And you know, when we've been at it for a while, what ad read, what, which particular ad we read, keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit cspn.us, then click the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, or McFarland DC figures. Uh... For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment that helps us keep the Comic Book Chronicles podcast free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Do it today. And as we do our own flash, possible flash forward, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> um, you know, before you watch this, the Snyder Call, or afterwards, I don't know why you would watch or listen to this before, but um, maybe we, we would have helped you make a decision on this, and we hope that we have. Um, yeah, I hope that you appreciated the things that, 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 the things that Roddy Cat did in order to keep us on track going through this, not quite beat for beat, yeah. but also, uh, you know, just, to, just because I definitely would have just started riffing on things I just didn't like about the DCEU in general. So, thanks to Roddy Cat. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's what we do. Um, that being the case, uh, my name is Roddy Cat. You can find me at Roddy Cat on Twitter. You can find me at News News Need on Twitter. You can find me at CB Caps on Instagram. Agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, PC underscore Dirt, who was not here, um, uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can also find him at uh, um, Pop Culture Network on Twitter. Or excuse me, Pop Culture Net on Twitter, popculturenetwork.com also, and his umbrella site therein. You can also possibly still find him on Byte, uh, uh, Comic Reviews, No Vowels. Uh, speaking, speaking of lingering plot threads that we hadn't figured out what's what on yet, that's one of them. Um, uh, Tim, D-O-G-G-9-8, the Osiris of this ish. Uh, you can find him at Tim, D-O-G-G-9-8 on Twitter. You can find him at uh, The Click Nation on Twitter. You can find him at CB Cron on Twitter, which is the Combo Chronicles Twitter account. Um, which, now that I think about it, why did I close Twitter? Um, but it's fine, because I don't think anybody, you know, said anything. But it's fine, you know. But you can definitely... Um, go uh, at uh, CB Cron and be like, hey, we like the show, that kind of stuff, and I'm not, not going to you know, questions, comments, all that kind of good message there, as well as our other two uh, aforementioned um, uh, social media sites. But also, you can find Tim at uh, Comic Book Resources, where he's at CBR.com, where he's over there writing his face off. Uh, you can find this here podcast on the Coastal of the Podcast Network. That's cspn.us. Do it today. And that is the website if that hasn't been perfectly clear but at this point. Uh, you can also find this here podcast on the cold, uh, on excuse me, your other, wow, off a day and just all screwing it up. You can find ha! it at your uh, podcast personal place of choice, whether it be Google Play, uh, Apple iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Coastal Other Podcast Network's SoundCloud page. 
Uh, you can also find us recording live every Thursday night, which we're recording on Saturday. So, you know, thanks for Agent uh, 70 to, to, uh, to coming out, for spending time to come out for this. Um, uh, but on Thursday nights, 9.30-ish p.m. on either the YouTube channel of The Click Nation, that's youtube.com slash The Click Nation, that's D-L-I-V-K-L-I-Q-N-A-T-I-O-N, all one word. Also, you can find us uh, re- streaming at the same time on Twitch, twitch.tv slash comic book chronicles. Make sure to hit like and subscribe and click on the notifications so that you get notified when we are on. Yes. And thank you to the new follower on um, uh, on Twitch, um, which is someone I know of, and I'm not going to pimp them out here right now because this is, you know, they're not sponsoring us, but shout out to Kitty Cat for real uh she's a real one lover um also shout out to cambio who also came by a friend of mine also who, who came through and anybody who was lurking in the uh chats in any of the chats that we had opened up there it is um yeah that is it like i said join us this coming thursday because this should be coming out probably i don't know by the time you hear it it'll, you know it'll be before our next actual show where we will right. be going through uh, the comic books of the week again and talking about uh, the second episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm almost pretty certain we have both seen. Yes. And um, I will go ahead and say it here to timestamp this a little bit. Uh, the first three episodes of Invincible, uh, the the um, the Amazon uh, comic book show, well, the, the Amazon published... Animated show. Yeah, animated right. Invincible comic book, cartoon show. Right, cartoons. And by the time we come, by the time we do our next show, I probably will have watched Godzilla vs. Kong. So there'll be a plethora of things to talk about. Actually, same here too. Uh, same here, yeah. Because yes, uh, it'll come out on the thirty first. Uh, exactly. And we'll be recording on the first, which was when Outriders comes out. Yay! Has nothing to do with comic books. Um, but there probably is going to be an Outriders comic book out at some point. Regardless, so we will have things to talk about. Um on next show definitely um Patrick winter soldier most likely invincible uh and probably a little bit of uh, uh, godzilla versus kong you got it and with that folks this has been the comic chronicles peace peace one i love it when a plan comes together <laughs>